now, it's time for the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley. 1017, 1035, and 1460 WRAD. Good morning. Welcome into the Tim Donnelly Show. Talk of the New River Valley. WRAD 101.7, 103.5, and 1460 AM as well. We are live inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers, of course, Join us on the Baker Team Hotline. That's 540-639-4900. 540-639-4900 for the Baker Team Hotline. Producer Lobro is with us here inside the studio. And uh, it is a Top Tuesday. It is a Taco Tuesday. It is a – what other kind of Tuesdays are there? Uh, I have no idea. Taco Tuesday is the one that just sticks with yeah, me the, the most because I'm a, I'm a big food guy. All right. It's a Tuesday, essentially, and, and we're going to get to all of that. But first – uh, the first thing on our our to do list on our agenda, if you will, to I do, used to do Tuesday. I used to absolutely hate when you'd go into a meeting and someone would refer to the agenda. Mm. I I just don't don't enjoy that little bit at all. Well, what do we have on the agenda? Get out of here! But on the agenda for today, uh, the first thing number one is uh, of course got you covered. Where we make sure that any sports conversation you find yourself in. You know what's going on. You can participate. You you have a nugget, a morsel or two of information that you can throw into the conversation. As always, I like to remind you, there's no bibliography needed. You don't have to say, oh, I heard about this on the Tim Donnelly Show. You can take this information, claim it as your own, and if I have to, I'll back you up. This is Got You Covered. No one has time to catch all the games. Don't worry. Tim will get you covered. Well, the XFL had an excellent run of an unblemished reputation for all of one weekend. The XFL Wildcats, first of all, it is a complete travesty that you can name your team absolutely anything and you name your team the Wildcats. But secondly, they have already fired their defensive coordinator and linebackers coach Pepper Johnson, a guy that has an extensive career coaching in the NFL, mostly as a defensive line coach. It took them a single game against a June Jones-led offense for them to decide that Pepper Johnson is not the one they want running the defense. And on top of that, Anthony Johnson, who is their team captain, no relation to Pepper Johnson, is their team captain and also one of their main marketing center points, tweeted out, free agent with an exclamation point. So the L.A. Wildcats might be without both their defensive coordinator as well as one of their premier defensive players, and they've played one game. The XFL has to be worried because stuff like this could threaten the legitimacy reputation of your league if you're willing to throw out work like that. There's a reason why NFL coaches have long leashes. It's because they put in work investing in coaches and players. The XFL should at least make it seem like they do as well. Uh, In the college scandal side of things, NC State has come out and says they don't deny that an assistant coach received $40,000 from an assistant, an Adidas consultant, excuse me, uh, in November uh, of 2015. But, but they don't agree that that money was then passed along to Dennis Smith Jr. Because I guess Adidas is in the business of just paying assistant coaches now. Uh, NC State, you cannot take a leak on me and tell me it's raining. Uh, Moving right along, Mike Bolsinger. How about this one? 
Mike Bolsinger, in the final appearance of his Major League Baseball career, came on in relief against the no-good, dirty, rotten, cheating Astros and gave up four runs, four hits, and three walks in just a third of an inning against the cheating Astros. And guess what? He was sent to the minors and never brought up to the majors ever again. So guess what? He is suing the Houston Astros for ending his career. And guess what? I'm on his side. There is no reason that a player whose career was ended because of the no good, dirty, rotten, lying, cheating, stealing Astros shouldn't get some kind of compensation from those very same Astros. If you're going to cheat and you're going to reap the benefits of cheating, such as World Series rings, such as long playoff runs, such as gigantic contracts, if you're a player that cheats and converts that into a $100 million contract, then you should have to deal with a guy like Mike, Mike Bolsinger saying, guess what, guys? I'm coming for my money, and I want it all. Uh, in the ACC basketball last night, number seven, Duke beat number eight, Florida State, 70-65. to Duke has some Virginia Tech with NBA player-like feels, meaning they are so young and they were so much learning to play alongside each other early on in the season that you should be able to expect them to get better and better, just like we do with Virginia Tech and all of those freshmen. The difference being Duke's base talent level might be a tad bit higher based on the fact that they're all five-star recruits. And when it's a little bit higher, maybe the fatigue doesn't hit them as hard. The freshman wall doesn't hit them as hard. I'd expect Duke to be able to do some big things down the stretch because I was really high on Florida State, and they just looked like the second-best team on the floor last night. John Yetzi, the director of recruiting for the Virginia Tech Hokies, appeared on the Sons of Saturday podcast, and he had some cold glasses of water to the face for Hokie Nation. The quote or the, the segment of the show that really took off is that two recruits mentioned explicitly that they were contemplating not committing to Virginia Tech because of negativity on social media, negativity that they heard from the fan base. I will tell you this much. You're never going to quiet everybody, control what you can control, but that is the cold glass of water to the face that the Hokies and some Hokie fans needed to hear. And then lastly, Bill Self, second youngest to 700 wins in the history of college basketball as a coach. In the article on ESPN.com, absolutely no mention of the fact that Kansas and Bill Self received notice of level one violations, and it needs to be mentioned. That is Gotch Covered bright and early on this Tuesday morning, February 11th, 614 on the WRAD Radio Network. I'm Tim Donnelly alongside producer Lobro. It is Tuesday. That means it is Top Tuesday. That means it is time for the top three as part of Top Tuesday. It's Top Tuesdays with Tim Donnelly. Here's your top three. You know what week it is? NBA All-Star Week, baby. It, it, when I was a kid, NBA All-Star Week was maybe like top five week of all of sports for me. Is this like where they have the slam dunk contest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember this is you – want, you want me to date myself real quick, make myself seem really old? Sure. Um, back before the internet or when, oh. when, it, when it was 
primitive. I think the internet was around, but it was primitive and it's like and the, it's being like the like the oh, box thing. The 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 dial up, the yeah. Uh, gosh, I'm sure that everyone loved hearing that in the morning. Um, uh, back when it, and, and maybe even before that, it's like when you had to, to AOL and you had the, you know, login and all that stuff. Um, my friends used to use me as a, uh, as a, basically a TV guide for all-star weekend. Right. This was also a part where, you know, before cell phones, where if you wanted to talk to your friend, you had to call the house phone. And usually their parents would answer, and you'd have to say, "Hello, Mr. Donnelly, can I speak to Tim, please?" And who is this? And you'd have to go through, "Oh, how's school?" And you have to go through all that before you even get to me. So my friends, one one year, it was uh, the year two thousand. It was the year Vince Carter won the dunk contest. I had uh, four friends to the point where my parents were saying, "Like, if this is going to keep happening, like, we're going to have to tell them to stop calling, uh, tying up the phone line." I had four friends call. Go through the whole, hello, Mr. and Mrs. Donnelly, can I please speak to Tim? Oh, how's school going? Oh, did it, how's your mother? That whole thing. And then uh, and then they finally get to me, and their question was, what time and what channel is the dunk contest? <laughs> because everyone just knew that I would be all about knowing it. So, so I'm a big NBA All-Star Weekend guy, right? Um, so what we're going to do now is the top three NBA All-Star Weekend storylines. All right. That sounds good. Number three. Giannis versus the world. And here's what I mean by that. Uh, the NBA All-Star Draft is something that's relatively new, right? It, it, and Giannis and LeBron were the two captains. I'm not breaking any news here. Um, <laughs> but here's the... Uh, Here's the catch, if you will. Um, Giannis drafted like none of the other stars. None. Zero. If you look at LeBron's team, the starters are LeBron, Anthony Davis, James Harden, Kawhi Leonard, and Luka Doncic. If you were to take all of the NBA headlines that have been written about the NBA this season – Probably like 60% of them were in about those five guys alone. On his bench, Damian Lillard, Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul. Those are gigantic names. If you look at the starters for Team Giannis, this is who Giannis picked. Pascal Siakam, Kemba Walker, Trey Young, and Joel Embiid. Outside of Joel Embiid, that's a bunch of two first-time All-Stars and Kemba Walker. On his bench, Bam Adebayo. You probably had never even heard his name before. I feel like I have, but uh, okay. Brandon Ingram, first-time All-Star. Mm. Donovan Mitchell, first-time All-Star. Rudy Gobert, first-time All-Star. Chris Middleton, second-time All-Star. Giannis literally picked these teams so he can go up against the world. He's saying, I'm Thanos, y'all are the Avengers. It's a fair fight, and it's just me over here. You think he's had a shot? Uh, yeah. And I also think he drafted guys that are going to play really hard. Like if you're if you're Chris Middleton, you play really hard in All Star games because you're not on the level of the other guys. Um, but but I want to see Giannis versus the world. I want to see them play a real game, not an All Star game. I want Giannis to go for fifty 
and have LeBron, AD, and James Harden combined for like 54. Number two. The dunk contest. I often call the dunk contest. I call the home run derby. I call the three-point contest. Uh, skills challenge in, in, in NHL. Um, there's really nothing along these lines for the Pro Bowl. Um, but I call it the front porch of the organization, right? It's the thing that if you are a casual fan, it, you you can be driving down the road, see the front porch, and think, oh, that must be a nice house, right? If you put on a show during the dunk contest, it's going to make for an awesome two-minute clip that everyone can pass around on social media and you can get new fans. If, if you don't believe me, search Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine dunk contest and then give yourself two minutes to watch these guys turn you into a basketball fan. Their dunks are unbelievable. Their athleticism is otherworldly. I saw, you know, sports science. I've seen the sports science thing on Aaron Gordon. Uh, this was probably two years ago. Aaron Gordon jumped over a mascot that was on a hoverboard, caught the ball, went under both of his legs, and dunked it. And sports science came out and said, if that would have been a high jump in the Olympics, he would have finished like sixth. And he did it while catching a basketball, putting it under his legs, and dunking it. He's, and he's like 6'9", six, 6'10". Six, right? It, it is an excellent opportunity to get new fans because it is it is so easily digestible. It is a are you watching it right now? Uh, well, they're long clips. I gotta find oh over the mascot dunk. Okay, here we go. I, I give play by play of what you're seeing. Well, I want I want a live, real time reaction to Aaron Gordon with one of the craziest dunks I've ever seen. Well, I have to skip this ad first, so uh well let's get to that. Okay, that's fine. Right. I'm I'm fine uh, with skipping ads. Okay. All right, looks like a. This is, this is a dumb question, but he's 0-0, zero, zero, right? Yes. Okay. He's, he's... This is a weird-looking mascot. All right. I do not like the mascot. Okay. All right, here he goes. He's running up. He's jumping over the mascot. Oh, and he just dunked it up under his legs. All right, all right, all right. Well, give, give us now your... He's, now he's doing a, a pointy, swinging arm thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Are you impressed by his athleticism? Um, I mean, that's impressive. I mean, I couldn't do that. Like, that, that you... <laughs> so I'm just that, going to throw this everything. out there. The rim that he dunked on... You couldn't touch. <laughs> I mean, this is see. It's one of those things. Like that's the way I kind of judge people. That like based on like incredible athleticism. It's like it's something that I can't do. So the threshold is already so it's kind all, of already it's all low. the same. Like if someone can lay it up and tap backboard, it's the same as if someone that can jump over a full grown mascot, put the ball under his legs, and dunk it. Uh, to a degree, there, yeah. There's, there's. It's I mean, yes. It's go, no go. It's either you can do it or you can't. In a sense, yeah. It's like. I mean, right. I mean, I will say uh, under the leg over mascot dunk is considerably more impressive than like a layup, but still, like I couldn't do either one of those really very so, well. So to then, the degree they you should it. watch the the dunk contest just because uh, it's all going to be stuff you can't do. Uh, number one, I I love watching first time all stars, and there's a whole bunch of them this year. Luka Doncic, DeMontis Sabonis, Jason Tatum, Pascal Siakam, Trey Young, Bam Adebayo, Brandon Ingram, Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert are all in their first All-Star game. That's cool. I mean, that that's dream fulfillment, right? That's just cool. Ran out of time there, but we're going to have to move on when we come back. NC State, are they cheaters? Maybe. 
Are they trying to to treat us like children? Absolutely. Next. Miss something? Yeah, we missed you so much. Download the Tim Donnelly Show podcast. Available wherever you get your podcasts. Tim Donnelly Show, WRAD, 101.7103.5, AM. I have a bone to pick with you, Lobro. Uh-oh. This morning you get to work. You stop by my office, give you a couple clips I want you to snag, some things to get ready for the show. Yeah. You say, perfect, I can do this. About two minutes later, I'm going out to get some food. I mean, I did tell you, I did tell you this as soon as you gave me the clips to get, I did say that I was going to make a food run. You did. Then you walked down the hallway. I'm guessing you did some setting up. Yeah. You came back. You told me once again, going to get some food. Okay. That's two conversations about you getting food in the morning. Yes. No offers of food. See, the thing is, I figured if you wanted some food, you would have either asked me or, well, yeah, you would have said something. The thing is, you don't really, you're not really a fast food guy. True. So true. so that's why, in I'm a not, way. I, I'm not even saying I, I would have taken you up on it. I'm just saying sometimes it's nice to be asked. I mean, I figured it was going to be a no. And I honestly. honestly you know what they it, say about assuming. And honestly, here's the thing. It didn't even actually cross my mind to ask you. It's That's probably the even, problem. It's probably That's even worse. That's the problem right there. Meanwhile, every time I go anywhere, what do I do? Oh, I'm making a caffeine run. You need something? Exactly. Anytime I go anywhere or if I have food in the office, what do I do? Hey, you want these uh, pistachios? Exactly. I know. I know. I need to work on it. I All right. I need to work on it. We're, we're going we're, we're to turn Lobro into a productive member of society if if it uh if it's the last thing we do here on the Tim Donnelly show we'll make it happen. Um so NC State we're going we're going to set the tone here. Uh NC State they have uh de- admitted or or they don't deny. I don't want to say they admitted. They don't deny, which is like the the roundabout way of of admitting, but they they didn't admit. They don't deny that an assistant coach received $40,000 from an Adidas consultant um $40,000, first of all, no small amount of money. $40,000 could sway a recruit, uh, which would make it cheating. But what they don't admit or what they do deny is that they is that the money got to Dennis Smith Jr. NC State has been served notices of allegations, uh, violations, all the, the rigmarole that comes along with the, uh, with the NCAA investigating your program. They say, we don't deny that an assistant coach received $40,000. We deny that that $40,000 ever made it to the father of Dennis Smith Jr. Now, now when we come back, I'm going to explain how that notion is the NC, excuse me, is NC State uh, and the NC State athletic program assuming that we were born yesterday, right? You've heard the saying, we were born at night. I wasn't born last night. NC State is assuming that we are as naive as a newborn child. And I don't appreciate that. That's next right here, Tim Donnelly Show. Welcome back into two. The Tim Donnelly Show. 
Talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, 1460 AM. We're live inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker Team Hotline. Let me make sure I get this correct. Uh, we did have that uh, big giveaway, the Valentine's uh, in the Valley giveaway. There was a winner announced yesterday on social media. Uh, let me go ahead and make sure I say the name correctly so nobody is getting outlandishly excited when they shouldn't. Uh, congrats to Carol Allen, I believe that's how you pronounce it, who won the Pandora Valentine's necklace from PR Sturgill Fine Jewelry in Radford, the dinner at Preston's of the River Course, a makeover at Inside Out Salon in Christiansburg, golf for four from the Pete Dye River Course of Virginia Tech, including cart and greens fees, and treats from the Blue Ridge Fudge Lady in Pulaski. Uh, so congratulations, Carol Allen. And anytime we have those giveaways, I'm telling you, it's in your interest to register because the prizes are awesome and your chances are are pretty darn good. We we like to make sure that, you know, we're actually giving away what we say we're going to give away. No, n- none of that. Uh, it's not like the lottery, right? What is it? One in 392 billion, trillion, quadrillion, majillion, bazillion chance. This is better than that. Um, let's talk NC State. Like I said, NC State doesn't deny that an assistant coach received $40,000 from an Indidas consultant, but they they do deny that it got sent to Dennis Smith Jr.'s father. Now, have you ever uh, have you ever had to lie to a child? I don't remember any specific case if I've ever have. Um, children, have you? Well, it's like Santa Claus, right? Those oh. kind of stuff. And and have you ever like it's fun? I like I've not been in the situation. I don't have kids, but it's fun when a kid starts picking up on a lie, and you just have to blast through it with more lies, right? It's it's you know uh, we'll use Santa Claus. Uh, um, maybe we shouldn't be saying that out loud. Sorry, uh, Santa is real, and and he's a good friend of the show. Um, <laughs> I feel bad about that one. Oh gosh. Um, we'll, we'll it's early. If kids are awake at this time. Sorry. Um, we'll, we'll use a lie in, in this respect. See, now I'm worried about every lie uh, that, that, that I could possibly say now because I don't want kids figuring things out. I guess something that obviously isn't true. Like, uh, like cheetahs are the slowest mammal. Okay. Something that obviously, that's we'll, obviously we'll, not true. We'll use cheetahs are the slowest animal as a stand-in for more traditional lies that kids are told. And have you ever, uh, and then the kid starts looking at you, right? And, and using logic, right? As their brains develop, they look at you, wait a second. Cheetahs have four legs. If a cheetah's the slowest animal, why, how can it catch the things that it's hunting? And then you're like, oh no, right? It's, 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 it's similar to logic questions that can be asked about other lies that kids are told, right? Yeah, it's like your, it's like the like pipes have like have like leaks in them, and like you gotta patch. And, and all you do is you patch them up with more lies, right? You go, well, well, um, see, those animals, they want to be caught because they recognize that for the cheetah to survive. They need to, right? You just, you just make stuff up. Oh, well, what, what you, it's the spots. It's the spots on the cheetah. They can't see him coming. If they saw him coming, they would run. And it's like, okay, right? And then because a kid is a kid, they believe it. NC State 
is looking at us and going, we didn't do anything wrong. And you're like, wait a second. Wait a second. We had the investigation revealed that $40,000 was sent from Adidas to your assistant coach. And they're like, yeah, yeah. What, 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 wait a second. Yes. Yes. But you have no proof that it went from the assistant coach to the player. So this was just this was just a payment from Adidas to the assistant coach. And 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 we're sitting here like like children going, "Oh. Okay, that makes sense. I'm going to go play now." But we shouldn't be that way. What we should be thinking is, why would Adidas be in the business of paying an assistant coach? Assistant coaches don't go on to the NBA and make hundreds of millions of dollars. Assistant coaches don't sign lucrative shoe deals. Assistant coaches aren't the ones that they're interested in. When our logic antennas start sprouting up, we need to start listening. Right, that you don't need the Hansel and Gretel step-by-step clues trail to lead you right to the smoking gun. All you need is your logic for the court of public perception. I'm not saying that the court of of law can step in and and charge the school with this, that, and the other, but we can look at them and say, don't pull the wool over our eyes. Right? As I said in in the uh, the gotcha cover, don't take a leak on us and tell us it's raining. We're smart enough to know what's going on, and we have to be smart enough to know what's going on. If I, do you know what I would do if I were NC State? Or if I were Kansas? Or if I were any of these schools that are being implicated with level one violations, which are the most serious in nature that the NCAA can hand out and come with the most serious penalties, such as postseason, buys, postseason bans, suspensions, and scholarship reductions? Do you know what I would do? I would try to grab as many other schools as possible on my way down. And I'm not talking about grabbing uh, the weaklings. I'm grabbing the strong. If I were NC State, do you know what I would do? We gave Dennis Smith Jr., and I would tell him the real number. I think it's more than 40 grand, right? I think the smoking gun that they found in the investigation was one 40 grand payment, but I think it was probably more for top level recruits. And if I were NC State, I would say, yeah, we gave him 200 grand. Do you know why? Because Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, pick your team, offered him 190. And we had to win the bidding war. And guess what? We didn't win the bidding war on this player who went to this school. That's what I would do because because you you almost need to make yourself too big to fail. You need to make yourself, meaning you and everyone else that had similar transgressions, too important to college basketball for them to actually punish. Imagine this, Lobro. Name name every college basketball team you know. Name every? Yeah. Or any or every? Every. Like every college. Just, just name big college basketball program. Okay, like Duke, NC State, uh, Virginia Tech, mm-hmm. Clemson, uh, Florida State. Perfect. Uh, throw in Kansas, North Carolina, Arizona, Texas, right? Throw in all the ones that we recognize. The ones that are uh, at the top of, of the rankings every year. Yeah. Imagine if they all got together on some some underground stuff, right? Got together in a uh, a room that you need a password to enter. 
all of the athletic directors and head basketball coaches, and they said, listen, here's what we're going to do, right? This is Notre Dame. This is uh, Oklahoma. This is Florida. This is every big program that you can think of, Ohio State, Michigan. They get together in a room, covert op style, and say, here's what we're going to do. We are all simultaneously going to admit that we've been paying recruits for decades. What do you think the NCAA does? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because those programs as a unit are too important to the health of college basketball. It's, it's like this. Uh, do you remember a couple years ago when North Carolina got in trouble for – North Carolina football team got in trouble for selling sneakers? They were given special edition Jordans and stuff for being on the team and being North Carolina, Jordan, it all kind of makes sense there. They went on eBay and sold them. And there was something like, I don't know, 15, 16 guys that, that needed to get suspended for it, right? It was, it was against the rules. But what, what North Carolina and the NCAA ended up doing was they'd suspend four guys for the first game – three guys for the next two, five for the next, because they recognize that you couldn't suspend all of those guys at once and expect them to continue having a program. Yeah. That's exactly – I mean, the NCAA wouldn't even be able to do that. Like, if you had Duke, North Carolina, Kansas, Arizona, Texas, Kentucky, uh, name them all, NC State, UCLA, USC, Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan State, Wisconsin, and all of them came out and said, this is what I did. NCAA would do nothing. So if I were NC State, if I were Kansas, if I were one of the teams implicated, I would try to do that artificially. Be like, you know, Duke might not agree to this, but I'm going to put out everything I know about everyone else, knowing that that would make us too big to fail. Like, but the thing is, like, because the de- the stupid denial using weird, what, what, but, but wait, you don't know this is never going to work. Is there like a way like when there is like a big group of people that needs to be suspended, like could they just do like, okay, your turn to get suspended for this amount of games, then we'll suspend this person. Like instead of doing it all, because if you're afraid of the whole program, it seems like that's what they're afraid of is like programs like failing because they suspend like like this amount of players or something. So so, so what are you going to say? They're going to suspend Coach K this week, Bill Self next week, Roy Williams next week. A week suspension is nothing. The things that matter would be like postseason bans. Mm. Are they going to ban them all from the postseason? From the biggest moneymaker that NCAA basketball has, March Madness? Of course not. Heck no. Heck no. There's a saying we use here. Cash rules everything around me. Dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Money makes the world go round. Money, 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 money. Follow the bouncing dollar, and it will lead you where you want to go. Money. If you threaten their money, they'll stop threatening you. That's what NC State needs to learn. Don't defend yourself. Don't deny, deny, deny. Get aggressive. Let's take a break. When we come back, Mike Bolsinger suing the Astros. Actually, no. No, we're going to save that for hour number three. ACC Roundup right here when we come back. Stick around. Come for the sports talk, but please don't ask them to sing. Babe. I got you, babe. I got got you, babe. The Tim Donnelly Show will be right back on WRAD. Welcome back. 
This is the Tim Donnelly Show on the talk of the New River Valley, WRAD, 101.7, 103.5, a.m. We are live inside the Mockadoo studio. Guests and callers join us on the Baker team hotline. Uh, here's the deal, Lobro. It's time for an ACC roundup. There's a whole lot going on in the league right now. How about an ACC roundup with Tim Donnelly? So Duke might be one of the the most battle-tested over the last couple of days. Uh, ACC roundup last night, a top 10 matchup in the Atlantic Coast Conference, which some years happens every weekend, every week, right? There's a 7-verse-8 matchup, a 5-verse-10 matchup, whatever it is. Uh, this year, there's there's essentially three teams at the top. There's Louisville, there's Duke, and there's Florida State. And And last night, we saw two of them match up between Duke and Florida State. Duke... Uh, 70 points to finish the game. Florida State, 65 points to finish the game. So obviously, uh, the Duke Blue Devils come away victorious. Now, Duke has a lot of similarities. And, and ready? This is where, uh, you know, when, when I start talking similarities, you may have to close one eye and squint the other to see them, right? You know, you know how uh, my wife absolutely loves playing the looks like game? If we're if we're watching a television show, she loves going. Oh my gosh, that looks just like some obscure person in our lives, right? Uh, when we meet someone new, that looks just like the guy that lived across from you in college. That looks just like my cousin's ex girlfriend. Now, very very rarely do I ever agree with her on the that they actually look like them see i feel like that's the way it is with me and like my fiance like i'll, I'll be like that looks like this person she's like no it, it like doesn't. it literally does not um we have that argument all the time but but this is going to be one of them i think if you look at duke and you, you kind of close one eye and squint the other it looks a lot like virginia tech now obviously not from a composition standpoint just because duke has big men right vernon carey is is one of the most talented big men, uh, Cassius Stanley, is probably more athletic uh, from a leaping, you know, explosion standpoint than anything Virginia Tech has. But what I mean is simply that they are an extremely young team with a couple older role players, right? With with uh, Delorier and White uh, playing the roles of Horn and, and Beatty, uh, and then other than that, it's a bunch of youth. Even Trey Jones as a sophomore is a bunch of youth. Like they, uh, like they, they, like they, they need their Brad Pitt. They, well, the thing is, the the difference would be, right, usually when you're doing the, the looks like game, it's like, oh, it looks like him if, if he were six inches taller. Oh, it looks like her if she had blonde hair, right? It, there's always the, the one little twist. The one little twist is Duke has managed to avoid the, the wall that Virginia Tech has run into. Both teams are depending on youth an unbelievable amount. Both teams have role players that are a little bit older, right? But other than that, it's the youth. The difference is, and and this is what I talk about when I talk about recruiting rankings matter, Duke is trotting out five stars, right? When they get tired and their one thing doesn't work, they have other things they can go to. When Virginia Tech's three-star recruits, or in some cases four-star recruits, when, when they lose their legs and lose their jump shot, they don't necessarily have that elite-level option B to go to. 
Duke, if, if, if Stanley's not knocking down threes, he can dunk on anybody, right? If Trey Jones isn't working on the outside, he can go and lo- down low to Vernon Carey. They have that fail safe. So, so Duke, you know, I really like Florida State, and I've been saying that all year, and I think I'm going to have Florida State going further in the tournament than the average. Uh, Duke was the better team on the floor last night, and, and Duke came away with a hard-fought win against U- University of North Carolina. Uh, Duke has some feels of a team that's putting it together much in a way that I thought might have been possible for Virginia Tech to put it together prior to this, this you know, rookie wall that they've run into over the last seven games for the Hokies. But prior to that, I thought they were going to keep getting better, and Duke looks like a team that might actually keep getting better. So it's just something to watch in the Atlantic Coast Conference amongst those big three of Louisville, uh, Louisville up top, Duke, and Florida State. I think Duke might end up being the most dangerous, even though, uh, you know, if you asked me that a week ago, I probably would have said Florida State. Let's take a break. When we come back, Hokie Hour will be littered with references to a podcast featuring John Yetzi. Going to be an interesting one. Stick around. Stick around.